Come on in. The listening is fine. The Carolina Outdoors is now in session. Bill Barty on this side of your radio dial and on that side. Well, Bill, you've got Wes Lawson over here. And if the listening is fine, I don't know if the weather is. And that's what we wanted to talk a little bit about on this segment of the Carolina Outdoors this week, because weather always plays an important part of our decision making. And here in the Carolinas, we have one of the reasons that we love being here is the wealth of opportunity from here in the Piedmont Mm -hmm. to east toward the coastline to west in the mountains. And how all that is hooked together as far as the activities that we do, but importance of knowing what the weather is before we do it. So with that being said, it's odd how the weather off the coast, the Carolina coast, can affect what we do inland. And that's uh, the case right now. Yeah, you know, right now we've had a couple of days of this really big storm sort of parked out of the Outer Banks. So large, in fact, that Earlier this week, the entire East Coast had a small craft advisory. I mean, strong sustained winds, uh, strong currents. It was just kind of a mess out there. And one of the things about incoming weather fronts is not just the wind and how that affects fish and game and people, but the barometer. So as the barometer falls, less pressure, that's usually an indication of a storm front coming in or uh, tropical weather or you know big wave sets, fish react differently. You know fish have air bladders. That's how they can go up and down and stay different heights in the water column. And so fish that are um, that have larger air bladders are much more susceptible to feeling discomfort when the pressure changes because they don't have the things pushing the right way within their bodies. That's a really deep scientific explanation. I know y'all are all thrilled with that. Well, and and one of the words people will use is, oh, this weather may sit them down or or put them down. And that's really what it's in reference to is the barometric trend and its effect on wildlife or the fish and and their reaction or non-reaction to it. Yeah. So they're seeking deeper water where there's more pressure, where they feel more comfortable. But that's also where a lot of the bait has gone as well. So they're still looking for food. Leading up to the arrival of that weather front oftentimes has either really aggressive fishing for certain species or it's sort of, like you said, it it puts them down. And then luckily low pressure systems don't last typically all that long, a couple days. When high pressure comes back, we have those, those beautiful Carolina blue sky days, a little bit calmer on the water. Those fish come back and they are, they're hungry and they're more comfortable, they're feeding again aggressively. Um, some fish aren't affected this way, but you know, fish like uh, tarpon certainly are. Um, some redfish can be. Trout are a little bit less so. A lot of the bait fish, though, really are. So they move down, and the fish follow for a, a myriad of reasons. So, yeah, there's lots of reasons why we do and don't catch fish, but you know, now you have one more reason to say you didn't catch fish today. Blame it on the barometer. Well, and, and of course, we've had bluebird days here yeah. inland, Meanwhile, this system is off the coast of North Carolina. One of the reasons I don't get to catch fish oftentimes out there when a weather pattern's like that is because there's not the opportunity. The boats will say, the captains will say, we're not fishing today. The boats aren't going out. None of the boats are going out. Is that going on out there now, or 
are they yeah. still getting to so no no there's not much going on you know when you have small craft advisories nobody really wants to go out and do that um <laughs> especially if you have clients you really don't want your clients to have a bad day uh, we want them to have a good experience to tip well and come back and if people are getting sick or they're just getting soaked uh, and it's relatively cool there but you know i mean the the wave sets have been really big we saw um off of rodanthe one or two of those state-owned cabins have washed away um, so not good fishing weather right now, but give it a few days and it's going to be game time again because it's been a good late winter, spring fishing season inshore, offshore, and in our freshwater. I'm no meteorologist at all, but oftentimes many of us think of our weather patterns as being, you know, uh, west to east mm-hmm. or maybe sometimes um, south to north yep. or northeast, but in this case it's... Uh, how a, a, a pressure system can affect us that's off the eastern coast but can help affect us inland as well. Yeah, you know, we talked about this, Bill, a long time ago during one of the sandstorm things, mm-hmm. the Sahara sandstorms or dust storms. Coming across the Atlantic, yeah. yeah. And how, how pressure systems can affect that because a low-pressure system causes these big rotations of clouds and air. One good thing about low-pressure systems can be, at least for our waters, if it does push in cooler air and water from the northeast, it's oftentimes pushing more uh, bait fish and game towards us. So we do typically like that for where we are um, versus those warmer, drier winds from shore. That's pushing everything farther away. So uh, it's, a, it's a mixed bag of reaction, but you know certainly uh, light affects things, temperature, uh, salinity, and then, of course, the barometer. The voice you hear right there, Wes Lawson. I'm Bill Barty. We are the Outdoor Guys from Jesse Brown's here on the Carolina Outdoors. No matter how you're listening to us, whether it be via the airwaves of WBT Radio early on a Saturday morning, maybe you're listening to us via podcast wherever you tune in to highlights of the Carolina Outdoors. And lastly, at jessebrowns.com. We come in each week to talk about different things to do in the Carolina outdoors and the people that are helping make those things happen. And Wes, it reminds me to bring up Storytellers Night at Jesse Brown's. It's Wednesday, May 25th, starting at 6 o'clock. Come here, a neighbor's adventure. These are three 20-minute stories. You can listen to them on previous episodes of the Carolina outdoors. Just type in Storytellers in the search bar and up Ryder Knowlton will pop as he tells us on this May 25th night, the guides. Alexis Taylor is going to tell her story, Outward Bound Within. And Scott Wurzbacher, Inspire Campfire. Again, Wednesday, May 25th, starting at 6 o'clock. You know, we've had some really great speakers over the years, Bill, but this uh, threesome right here, this triumvirate, is going to do a great job. They're friends of the outdoors, friends of Jesse Brown's and of our customers, and they're just going to crush it. These are some really great speakers talking about some fun stuff. And if you don't leave that, having been fulfilled with what what they said and wanting to get out there, uh, you'll have to come back in the fall for the next one. <laughs> well, bringing up, well, I guess all three stories when you were talking about that pressure system, um, uh, low pressure system, that storm that's a building off the Outer Banks of North Carolina, it made me think about weather and what these people have dealt with in in their outdoor resume of ex- exploration and adventure. 
the guides, I think about Ryder Knowlton, mm-hmm. who was oh, yeah. on here. But imagine uh, n- not just managing yourself, but managing clients um, as you are out in the weather. And, of course, outward bound within the hikes that take place all over the outward bound campuses all over the world, especially the one here in North Carolina, the NCOBS campus. And then Inspire Campfire and Scott Wurzbacher's um, adventures that have taken place in good weather but also in bad weather. It's what makes for an adventure. You know, the weather and the barometer don't just affect fish. It affects people. You'll hear people talk about their joints hurting more, especially if they have those kind of issues. But look in your own backyard. Before a storm comes in, birds start acting differently. They're more frantic. Uh, Smaller mammals like squirrels and rabbits, they're kind of, they're a little bit more chaotic, but they're deliberate in seeking shelter and cover. But you also, it affects your depth perception. In a low-pressure system, objects do appear closer. And so it's, it can be harder to, de- to delineate between distance uh, and contrast. It really is pretty wild how all this stuff is tied together. And besides, you know, you haven't been camping in North Carolina if you haven't had an <laughs> yeah. unpredicted storm roll in. I mean, there are some places, you know, Linville Gorge, in the summertime it seems like 2 o'clock is rain time. You know, Pisgah kind of makes its own weather just like Charlotte does. You know, our forecast in Charlotte is a lot different than Concord or Hendersonville. I mean, it just, it's pretty crazy. It's so true. Well, with that being said, Western North Carolina fishing is going on, whether it be the hatchery-supported wild trout or delayed harvest waters. We had a chance to get a fishing report from lead guide and instructor from Jesse Brown's Outdoors, Dave Bergman. Hey, everybody. Here is a fishing report. Uh, We've been out on the water a lot lately. Uh, Water is a little lower than we like it to be. Uh, We kind of wanted to get a little more rain at the end of April. Um, It didn't come, and now we're kind of moving on to that summer weather. So water is getting warmer, so keep that in mind and try to release your fish as quickly as possible as we start to move into that hotter weather. Since water is a little bit lower, um, fish are going to be getting into some of that deeper water Um, If the water's still cold, some of that faster water with all that oxygen flowing through it. Um, Now, fishing is prime and ready right now, month of May. We all like to fish in the month of May, which means there are a lot of people out fishing. So the name of the game is being adaptable. Don't just go fish that big old rock, near that big old rock that you like to fish or near that bridge. Move around, move around and find the fish. Um, They're gonna huddle up in certain spots or they're going to be in places where you wouldn't think to find them, like in a fast riffle or something. So move around, don't rely on a certain spot. Other than that, fishing's good. We're catching plenty of fish. Get out there and catch some yourself. 